Bros chilling in the hot tub, five feet apart cause they're not gay. Two bros, two bros, five feet apart cause they're Hello and welcome to We Rate Queer Baits. This is the show where we explore the blurry lines between homie and homo. I'm Emery, my pronouns are they, she, he. I'm Devin, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm definitely not a robot designed to queer bait you. Oh shit. Oh, me neither. Mm. Uh, I'm Sky. my pronouns are he, she, and... I am actually a robot designed to queer bait all of you. Oh shit! Damn. Sorry. Oh shit! We found them. Oh, we shit. found the one. Oh crazy. shit! <laughs> they they say one in four people <laughs> is actually a robot designed to queer bait you. And we have a guest today. Hi, I'm Spike. Uh, just address me with respect, and I don't care about the pronouns. All right. So, so, so I have a question though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. Like, when this show started, I was told I would be invited on eventually to yeah. either talk about uh, some OCs or about Star Trek. So which one are we talking about today? Uh, the OC that um, Emery made to target us specifically. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh shit, we're 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 doing we're doing Gillian Zenu this week. Yeah. Oh fuck, I've, I okay. thought it was App Monsters. What's App Monsters? Oh nope. shit. It's Gillian Zenu. Damn, all my prep was for App Monsters, but damn. What what's App Monsters? App Monsters is a show where things happen. I thought I told you this in the chat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's it's a funny show with a funny grandpa in it, and that's like the main thing. That's the only thing you need to know about the show <laughs> App Monsters. Oh, y- you know what? Here's what App Monsters is. It's where I got the characters for our interstitial campaign. Oh, oh, okay. So, um, Blaze's uh, Blaze's friend. Exactly. Okay, Blaze yeah, that's cat? App Monsters. Blaze the cat. Silver the Hedgehog is in this show. No, no. Blaze has a different best friend in this one. Her, she has a. Ah, that's shit. fucked up. Do not tell Silver that. She has a best friend who is a dead robot. Do not tell Silver that she has another best friend. Damn. Yeah, Silver's that like clingy type. You can't. Yeah, I don't think his heart <laughs> could handle it. <laughs> you can't fuck with Silver the Hedgehog like that. He's already lost so much. So anyway, F yeah. Monsters. Oh yeah, the show that doesn't exist. Uh, fucking incredible show. This is one that I've been itching to talk about for a million and a half years. Uh, this is, this is, I mean, I may as well, like, talk a little bit about the Digimon franchise as a whole, because, like, Digimon is the series that, like, if not got me into queerbaiting, definitely, like, made me feral about it. Digimon is so goddamn gay, and this- Yeah, by complete accident half the time, really. <laughs> yeah, and this show from 2016 is, like, really continuing the tradition strong. This is, um- I think a f- special show, because I think it's the only one we've covered where uh, there is a character in it uh, specifically designed to queerbait another character. Exactly. Not like anyone being like, damn, what if what if we were good friends, though? Just like character who's like, no, I was designed to fucking queerbait you. Yeah. That was my job. I was... I was designed to get you to fall in love with me so that I could uh, betray you at the last second. Yeah, for this very specific purpose that I don't think anyone could have planned on. 
The show has such a weird fucking meta to it. <laughs> it's like, the I most like 2016 explained. show ever. I feel like we have to get that out of the way first, because I did love it. But Obama's in it. Yeah, Obama's, Obama's in it. Um, no, so, but this show has, like, like the whole, like, um, narrative concept of being like, oh, wow, you're such a protagonist to me, says the side character to the protagonist multiple times is so funny. And then getting mm-hmm. to the end when he's like, ah, actually, I was just designed to have the emotional reactions that would bring out something in you, the protagonist. Like, damn, that really do be how writing works, huh? I was designed mm-hmm. to queer bait you so fucking hard, man, and it works so well. <laughs> Went off without a fucking hitch, let me tell you. I was designed to queerbait you so hard that uh, you would become a Digimon protagonist and evolve your guy to maximum level so that my boss slash dad could eat him. I was designed to queerbait you so hard that I actually fell in love with you. Ain't that just the (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) So, So this all sounds so interesting. Yeah, that I'm sure I would remember if I had seen this show. <laughs> but like, oh, Anne Marie didn't so send you the script that they made. Y- you did. You you watched the whole thing with us on Apple Mondays over in the Digimon Ghost Gaze Discord. I know that this happened. I know that this <laughs> happened, but it's like it just flowed through me, and and left me behind untouched. Oh, are you saying this show has, like, a wild, goofy energy that just, like, doesn't stick to your brain because it's so silly? Absolutely. <laughs> I think Spike <laughs> just got back from the, the Eternal Sunshine machine. That's true. You, you went into the Eternal Sunshine machine and forgot everything except Offmon. Uh, yeah, I remember Offmon, and I remember uh, Yelly Grandpa. I think we all <laughs> should remember Offmon. Let's all take a minute to remember Offmon. Yeah, let's all. Oh, I love Offmon. Mm -hmm. Oh, remember when he was hiding in a box and then they opened? No, Sky didn't see that part. Box in there. Oh, adorable. That wasn't in the episode list. (laughs) Remember when I changed my fashion sense uh, because of Offmon? Yes, I do remember. No, the hats. Oh, the hats. Yeah, that is an important part of Offmon. I mean, yeah, sometimes you look at a Digimon and you're like, wow, big Ken. And you, you know, look at a Digimon and you say, damn gender, and then you just continue mm-hmm. on your merry way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like half of millennial. That's like half of non binary millennials with Renamon, I think. Yeah, everyone sees Renamon as like, hmm, I won't process this for a, wit- for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to me. That's how I did it. That's yeah. what turned me gay. Yeah, it was that in Serial Experiments Lane. Yeah. Um, Since we're bringing up Tamers, um, it's like, I just want to say, when you showed me Tamers, Mm -hmm. Renamon did not look like I expected. Oh, you expected her to look hornier? Yes! Maybe massive thighs, some titties (laughs) beneath that fur, yeah. All I had seen was fan art for years. And we know exactly what you mean by fan art. Yeah, that took some creative liberties in her character design, yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Work safe fan art, I should add. Yeah, but people who clearly okay, have sure. a, a a very clear vision of what Renamon meant to them, and no matter how work safe they make it, they can't hide. No, they cannot. They cannot hide what they truly desire. Yeah, I looked up Renamon because I'm not as familiar with like the Digimon, like all of it, and I did find a life sized um 
I looked over and I fleshy. thought that was just someone in a Redamon fursuit. I did either. too. I had to. I had to read the caption because it does look like it could be somebody in a fursuit just like sitting on the couch. But yeah, no, it's a uh, very very tall, like light, like a person sized Redamon custom made plush on Etsy. So that mm-hmm. existence is out there. Good job, yes. Etsy. I would love to have like a big Renamon plush that I could hug, but I know I would never escape the horny allegations. Yeah, that is you can't have that in your house. Yeah, you'd have to hide un- it from It's really unfortunate. You would have to hide it from people. You'd be like, no, I <laughs> I promise it's not horny. Yeah, that's one of those things you have to like have like as a part of like almost like a framed plushy collection where it's like yeah clearly this sits clearly right? i never touch it this sits in this one spot of my house and has never moved ever also look how clean see. this glass pane is uh-huh <laughs> yeah y- you frame it so that you are not framed that's exactly yes that's exactly. that's exactly right beating the allegations by putting my uh <laughs> life-size renamon plush in a huge box yeah that's and then right. putting that box in another box <laughs> mm-hmm and then mailing that box to myself, and when it gets here, <laughs> I smash it with a hammer. No, don't smash him. I'm I'm trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is to say, none of this has anything to do with uh, app monsters. Yeah, Renamon's not in this one, but um, that was a good that was a good bit though. It sort of does though, because like a lot of the F1 characters are like based on Tamer's archetypes. I do not have time to get into it. Let's actually talk about this damn show. Can we? Yeah, so, yeah. Episode no, one. Mm-hmm. Gay. 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 We meet this little boy named Haru and his best friend Yujin, and, like, from fucking moment one, they just have, like, real, just a real, real energy to their friendship. Everyone is kind of looking at them and being like, oh, a nerd and a jock? Haha, that's so strange that they're friends. That's weird, huh? I wonder if there's something else, haha. Haha, they're so close, and they have such different interests. That's so strange, haha. Yeah, uh, he was a jock. And he took reading courses. What more can I say? <laughs> can I make it any more obvious? Can I make it more any more obvious? Doesn't it start with Haru boy gazing? It uh, starts it sure with fucking does. Okay, no. So what it actually starts with Haru is coming back from the library and he's lamenting that he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm not a protagonist. I'm just a side character. The show isn't definitely about me. Oh, I'm not a protagonist." And then he like sees. What we're supposed to think is his childhood crush, I, who is watching her childhood crush, Yujin, play soccer. And then Haru follows her gaze to Yujin and then just starts staring at him as like, that's my best friend in the entire world. And I love him so much. He's a protagonist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for them, like, trying yeah to, for them trying to push this narrative that he has a crush on Ai, it really- They don't really push it after this episode. I'm going to be really very honest. No. No, they really no. go out like they really go out of their way to not even have him do the like wow I'm jealous of my best friend like I'm a little bit jealous of my best friend because my crush has a crush on him like that's so sad for me <laughs> it doesn't even do that in this beginning scene where it sets up like oh that's my crush and he says in this episode that that's his crush like doesn't even do the jealousy row with it. Yeah, they're really putting I there to be, like, the no-homo character, and then using her for no-homo, like, once, and then forgetting about her. <laughs> and then she's just kind of there. I am convinced that Haru and I are friends just because they have the same taste. 
Yeah, they yeah. both have the same crush on a guy, and they're like, yeah, so we're both competing, right? That's just what's going on. Yeah, except there is no competition. It's it's just Haru and Eugen there. Yeah, yeah. I think she stands a chance, but it's it's not at all, not even a little, not remotely, <laughs> not even close. Yeah, I think she stands a chance because she's straight and she has no gaydar. Um, so she's like, no, like you're just wishful thinking. Like he's clearly not gay, and Eugen's over there. Like, hi, bestie. Can I put this band aid on your head? Hi, bestie. Mm-hmm. Can I straddle you a little bit while I put this band-aid on your head? <laughs> like friends do. <laughs> Anyways, back to the first episode. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> they're talking about, like, you know, how Haru sees himself as a side character, and then Eugene is like, I don't know, you seem like a protagonist to me, haha. Oh, he gazes into his eyes during the sunset. Mm-hmm. Very vital. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I will always point it out during the show the language of shows using romantic imagery to convey emotional scenes. I'm like, come on, come on. We cannot emphasize this enough. These two always look like they're going to kiss each other when they're in a scene together. It's kind of absurd. It's it's constant. Mm -hmm. They definitely have a, um, like, oh, they have a cute best friend handshake where it, like, zooms in on their hands a lot, too, while they're doing it. And it just, like, you know, they slow down just a little bit every time their hands touch, you know? There's lots of that. Mm -hmm. It is, like, so blatant and so forward that, like, I honestly believe that, y- y- you know, there's there's a lot of shows that have accidental gay vibes. Like, I truly believe in my heart of hearts that they're, like, doing this on purpose. Yeah, just, this like, is, once again, Sabaqui Bisco levels. <laughs> yeah, but just, like, Bondi wouldn't let them put actual gay characters in the show, so they just, like, they just imply it harder than anyone has ever implied anything. <laughs> Yeah, the only the only way they could go further is just absolute representation and not being queer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is one of, like a lot of times they have that like no homo character in there, like I and like this one feels the most like the creators were like, yeah, let's just fucking throw her in there, like. She, like, episode quick. one, she's there. Uh, the Digimon accuses uh, Haru of having a crush on her, and he's like, "No, I don't." And that's it. That yeah. is it. Yeah, and he doesn't. So yeah, so, so he Gach- was right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gachmon is Haru's Digimon partner. He pops out of Haru's phone and is like, "Hi, what's up? I'm a search engine. Uh, I chose you to be my partner because I looked you up and I know everything about you, like how you're in middle school and you have a crush on your your friend." I and Haru's like, no, I don't. <laughs> and he's right. Yeah, he actually He's doesn't. right. He's right, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Ga- Gachamon is frequently wrong because he just reads things on the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he just keeps scrolling for the first thing he sees, and he's like, yeah, obviously this is true. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Gachamon's, like, hidden character arc, is that you can't just go on your favorite search engine and just search the first thing that comes up. You can't just read Wikipedia and go, it's true. Yeah, come on, Gachamon. This article that says, is Haru beating the gay allegations? And he says, well, this article says yes, so. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, you know, the episode happens, like, it goes into the sort of monster of the week thing, where there's a funny little Apmon that's been infected by the L-virus. Take a big L-virus. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, L is the you know Leviathan. L never be Leviathan, and no, it doesn't. And Leviathan is the big bad guy who like is trying to take over the world or everything, and he's like a, a an AI that just like lives in the deep web and causes problems. So there's an infected app called Messemon, who is a message app who goes around causing problems in people's messages. Um, he makes Haru's mom so, tweet out a picture of him making pissy in his beds that she took a picture <laughs> of for some reason. I love that that's in the intro. Mm-hmm. They will not let Haru live it down. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait that, that is the one thing I remember uh, from us watching it, is Devin mentioning it every single week. I know, it's funny. <laughs> because just, it's in the intro. The show doesn't let you forget it either. They're just like, it's hot. The show is like, hey, remember the time you made pissy in his bed and his mom said, ha, this is hilarious. I'm going to put it on my mommy blog. I'm going to tell the world <laughs> that you are so embarrassing. Didn't even look like she cleaned that sheet. It's like no. stain in it while it's like flying in the wind on the dryer. Like she just fucking just, okay, listen. I'm going to spray it down a little bit. Here, come take a picture so mommy can put it on her blog. Yeah, cry more. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, Haru, in order to, like, make Gatchmon uh, realize, i.e., like, stop being a little hologram buddy and show up in the AR field for real, he has to answer a question on his digivice that says, are you the protagonist? And, you know... In in the critical moment, he chooses yes, and then like his digivice pairs to get, get his his aptly driver. Excuse me, pairs to Gatchmon. Yeah, very uh, distinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Gatchmon wins the fight by marking red and ignoring all the mean messages <laughs> that Mesamon is shooting at him. This, this show's show so is fucking funny. funny. This really fucking this funny cyberbully really triple threat, like, just, like, three different heads that will say mean things, and Gatchmon being like, ha-ha, marked as red. Like, leaving <laughs> them on red is how you win. And, you know, he's kind of right. Yeah, he just fucking said, not my problem, and then he just <laughs> turned... <laughs> And Gatchmon's little gimmick that he does in a fight is uh, Haru can, like, just enter search terms for him to look up, usually, like, how to beat the bad guy. <laughs> That's right. It's pretty, it's a, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good bit. Uh, so, you know, then they go back to reality. Um, there goes gravity. Yeah, after they win the fight, um, and, you know... Eugen once again tells Haru that he looks like a big protagonist because he's so hey bro, kind. you're feeling extra protagonist-y lately. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then, you know, it's all very nice, and they're in the sunset, and then, you know, Haru leaves to go home, and Eugen is staring at him with glowing red eyes. What does this mean? Damn. It's how I also look at a uh, crush I have. I get woke eyes and then I just stare at them from behind a corner. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah, he's 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 going queer bait activate. Um from around the corner there. <laughs> yeah, queer bait mode activate. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's the first episode. Just kind of like introduction to everything. Then the next one I wanted to hit was, like, the next big Eugene episode, which is episode 18. So, like, by this point, like, Haru has, like, learned more about Leviathan. He's met some other little friends along the way who all have their own 
Epmon partners. Yeah, he's met Naruto. Um, he's met. Uh, he met Naruto. He's met the Hatsune Miku. Yeah, he's met Hatsune Miku. <laughs> They're on his team. Hatsune Miku has a little guy who's a big wife guy and is mm-hmm. married to her. Um, Dokamon and Eri are the best. Yeah, uh, Spike is my enemy for hating Naruto and his little pal Naruto yeah. Junior. <laughs> yeah, Naruto and a different Naruto shares the <laughs> I, same brain cell. I do not hate them. I just think the others are better. I love them a lot. I do want to talk about how the um, actual like career pop idol did not get the music app. Uh, no. As like her app mon. No, like no. it's like a it's a different one. Yeah, because her whole thing is that she will do a big bang punch on you, so she got the fighting game app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. What's more <laughs> there to understand? It all makes sense. Yeah. Astra got the music app because he does bad freestyle rapping mm. on YouTube. Because he's on TikTok, <laughs> yeah. Little I TikTok do love little baby Naruto. He's pretty good. He has a fucking metal plate on his fucking ball cap. He has a headband. Mm-hmm. He's exactly Naruto. He is Naruto big. personified. Believe it. That's what he always says. He's always saying this. Yeah, he, him and his little guy are always saying, wow, believe it. He, they're saying groovy? Believe it. They're saying groovy? <laughs> not believe it? <laughs> uh, so episode 18, like, you know, Haru and Yujin are hanging out for the first time in a while. They're like... The episode is called Haru and Yujin's Bond, first of all. Yeah. 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 They're going on a treasure hunt because Haru's been so busy and it's sad for Yujin because where's where's his best friend at? Where's his little homie? So now they have to go on a treasure hunt date together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're playing Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Haru has to, Yujin has to go find his treasure and it's Haru. Yeah. That's they yeah. are. <laughs> so, you know, they accidentally run into all their different friends and they sort you know, they're 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 going around together like they have a romantic little montage where, you know Yeah, they sit on a train together and they're really close. They're sitting on a train together, very close, exactly. On a seat like, that very much has a lot of room on it. Mm-hmm. Eugene kind of, you know, just, like, slightly leaning in, you know, like, you know, he's so super interested in everything Haru is saying. He's trying know? to get a kiss like, so bad. He's doing, like, the gay knee, too, where he's, like, kind of facing one way, but his knee is, like, pointed <laughs> at him, and he's like, wow, like, what if our, my knee touched your thigh, haha. What if we uh-huh. accidentally touched each other and then it turned into a whole situation where we had to <laughs> confront the ideas about, like, being physically intimate? Haha. <laughs> what if? Speaking of physically intimate, at one point Haru trips and Yujin puts a little band-aid on his head. Oh it's very God. tender. We've it's been very- talking about it for like a week because Yujin like <laughs> almost straddles him to put this band-aid on his yeah, head. Yeah, he half straddles him on a park bench to like put it on his forehead. He's like almost on top of him like, hey bestie, let me just bandage up your forehead here. It's like the the like image of the one girl putting makeup on the other girl and she's fully straddling her on top. It's like that. She's like, hey, let me just put this band-aid on you yeah he's two seconds from kissing haru and then fucking uh they're just like oh get interrupted by wow you guys are really different huh he's like hmm (laughs) you guys are so different once again we cannot emphasize enough how much these two just 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 look like they're seconds away from kissing in every scene Mm -hmm. there is no such thing as much personal space between those two 
Mm-hmm. Not even a little. Yeah, they're best friends. This wasn't best this piece. wasn't in any of the episodes we covered, but I do have to shout out the fucking moment in episode 21 where they're hanging out in the hot springs together. Just Oh shit, I forgot about that. Less than 5 feet apart. <laughs> I forgot about that. Wow. <laughs> We really got that's a two also, bros chilling in a hot tub moment. That's also where we learn uh-huh. Offmon's evolved form is a biker werewolf, and he <laughs> has to learn how to fuse with Gotchmon. Damn. Simply insane. Sure Damn. That's some subtext there, is all I'm saying. Yeah, it's gay to have a werewolf as your partner. Well, first of all, yes. Second of all, wow, they have to fuse. And and their, uh, their um, uh, homies were both boys. That's crazy. Yeah, no one else does fusion in this show. Do do, do we mention how they fuse? Um, I mean, I haven't mentioned how they fuse, but you can. Yeah, no. yeah let's cover it, because no. it wasn't in our covered episodes, but let's do it right now. Okay, the way they fuse is, okay, have you seen the movie Avatar? You know, the James Cameron one? Yeah, yeah. No. Yes. They take their braid hair tentacles and then they put them on to another braid hair tentacle of another animal. It's implied this is also a sexual experience for the Navi in that movie. Yes. Um, and then yes. they uh, mind meld. Once again, implied sexual experience. They do with animals in that a lot. So that's a question. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And then yeah, they're basically th- views. So yeah. Yeah. Atmon fusion is Navi sex. Yep. Also, there's just, like, a fucking guy yelling and uh, some cool, like, dubstep playing. 2016. Because this is an animated toku show. Yeah. Uh Yeah, having seen Kamen Rider, uh, very few episodes of Kamen Rider Double. Yeah, it's just an animated toku show. Yeah, this is the only, like, Digimon series where the Digivice fucking screams at you and it rules. Get me a Digivice that yells at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wonderful. I have not seen Avatar, but that's uh, that's a fun little insight into both uh, the show that we're doing right now and James Cameron's Avatar for me. Well, maybe one day I'll force you to watch James Cameron's Avatar. <sighs> and you can watch The Blue People. So, so I only took like four notes on episode 18. At some point... You know, Eugene is talking to Eri and is, like, talking about how his little backstory with Haru, how, you know, when they were in elementary school, they met because, you know, Eugene was on the soccer team and, you know, was being too intense about it, so everyone got fed up with him and quit. Yeah, he's being pretty aggro. Yeah, and then Haru showed up, and they played soccer together, and Eugene learned how to be nice and have fun and chill out a little. And then from then on, they were best best of friends, and they made up a little secret handshake that they do all the time. Yeah, and, and Eugene, that, that's when they were on first-name basis, and Eugene is like, please, please, call me Eugene, and can I call you Haru? Please, can I use your first name? Please, for the love of God, can I call you by your first exactly. name? Exactly. And, you know, he's talking about, like, how much he trusts Haru, like, even when, you know, the monster of the week, a train guy is causing train problems and, like, fucking barreling them towards, like, uh, you know, the end of an under-construction track. Like, he's just like, no, it's fine, I'm not worried, because I know Haru will take care of me somehow. (laughs) Yeah, he says at the end when he's safe and, like... They're like, hey, why were you so calm? He's like, oh, I got a text from Haru that said, I'll take care of this somehow. And he's like, it instantly comforted me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says at one point in this episode, when I thought of Haru being here with me, it helped me get through. And then, yeah, towards the end, he says, just being near Haru sets my mind at ease. So, um, yeah. I would like to describe what's going on with Haru this episode is that he doesn't want to tell Yujin about the Atmon because he's like, if I tell him, then he'll be in danger and I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing is kind of played like he's afraid to tell Haru, not Haru, tell Yujin that he's gay. Yeah, the- yeah. Because and- every character keeps walking up and being like, hey, so were you going to tell him the thing? And then he runs and tackles like little Naruto and he's like, hey, you can't fucking tell him. I haven't, I haven't told him yet. You can't fucking say a thing. He's like, yeah, and I'll like, tell him when the time is right. Gachman is like, hey, and- bud, are you going to, are you going to tell him? Are you going to tell him the, the secret you have? And he's like, no, I just, I don't want it to affect our relationship like that. And I'm just like, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. What was that? Yeah, there's themes and metaphors going on. Speaking of Haru's secret, I think that'll segue us what nicely into episode 27. Um, <laughs> Eugene's secret? First off, you want me to tw- first off, this episode has Twitter lesbians in, like, the first scene. Uh-huh. Um, I love that it's called tweeting, even though the app that they use to tweet is called Aptor. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I do like that. I love that Daffy Duck is evil in this one. Yeah, it, 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 it fucking, when they're explaining what, you know, after quote unquote is, like, they're, you know, they're, they're just like showing a series of tweets from someone just talking about how bad she wants to kiss her girlfriend. That so, rules. You know. Good for her. Uh, and then, you know, later Haru and Yujin are, are hanging out. Once again, they're hanging out for the first time in a while because Haru's been busy with Digimon adventures. Uh, fucking Gatchmon is hanging, is, is hanging out too. And he literally says, is this a date when Haru and Yujin meet up? Oh yeah, absolutely. He does. Yeah. Once again, Gatchmon is just like, hey bud, are you going to like, Admit to him that you gay as hell, or, like, is this just gonna be a thing that we keep doing? Once again, the creators are doing this on purpose and drawing as much attention to it as possible. Just like the characters in the show, the creators are also queer-baiting us. Mm -hmm. But it seems like, uh, because they're not allowed to tell. Mm Mm-hmm. They're getting a big ol' shh sign on them. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be going this hard, I feel like, if they were just, like, allowed to say that the characters are gay. Yeah, like, it- they have to go extra hard on it because they don't want you to miss the implication. We don't want you to miss a thing. Yeah, yeah, so, because as this episode goes on, um, Yujin is like, hey, Haru, like, are you hiding something? Like, are you going through something? Because I want you to know, like, you can tell me anything. It's very sweet of him. And then No matter what you're going through, I will always be on your team. I transcribed this exact, like, conversation because, holy shit, it is... It's it's unavoidable. Yeah, because yeah, uh, go ahead with it because Haru's exact line I do have written down here and if you have all of it then just go 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 for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a wild guess, but are you hiding something from me? Lately you've been getting more friends and you look like you're having fun, but sometimes it feels like you're really thinking hard about something, as if you're dealing with something really serious. And I get the feeling that, ellipses, it's something that you have trouble telling me. But Haru, don't forget, I'll listen to anything you have to say. I'm always on your side. Gay. Hello? Gay. (laughs) 
Gay. Gay. Yes. Gay. Uh, you know, it's 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 talking about like how Haru is keeping the Digimon stuff from Yujin, but actually it's talking but like actually in canon Yujin ha- would have like no way of knowing about the app monsters. He thinks Haru's gay and he's telling him <laughs> that it's okay to come out. Yeah, like, he's like you found more queer like friends. Like 100%. It couldn't be anything else. Haru, yeah, Haru. If you were gay, that'd be okay. Yujin met Haru's <laughs> new queer friends. He met little Naruto. He met fucking uh Hatsune Miku yeah Hatsune Hatsune Miku Miku, and he was just like okay so I see what's going on here he's like ah Mm -hmm. interesting (laughs) oh gay friend group tiny little gay and a uh an idol lesbian to be friends with I see where it's going yeah Haru right now is on the I'm not gay I'm just supportive I'm just like a great supporter in it and Eugene's like I give it a few months Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. every gay friend group has one of these (laughs) uh a search engine uh, a wife guy, Naruto, Hatsune Miku. <laughs> Second Naruto. I, I do think it's important to acknowledge that, as you already established, Digimon is gay as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it sure fucking is. Like, for, for... So, so if you're, if you're hiding the Digimon... Yeah, you're hiding queer yeah, identity right there. Mm-hmm. And, like, I recommend everyone go to my other podcast, Digimon Ghost Gaze, and listen to our coverage of Tamer's episode 24, because that one is, like, really one that just, like, lays out, like, the parallels of, like, Digimon as a queer allegory. Who knows if it was, like, intentional way back then, but, like, the it's, like, it's so fucking strong as, like, a queer metaphor. Like, it's such an easy read and such, like... Like an airtight one too. So Digimon is gay, and like I'm, I'm saying like in in I think in my like ideal version of events, like the creators are like, yeah, we absolutely pick up on that. Like we 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 are looking at Digimon, and also we are saying gay. So we're just gonna make a when we make the new Digimon, we're just gonna make it even gayer than ever, and like continue, you know, with you continue like you know, with the thread of these themes. I mean, there's something to say that this is, mm, other than that one episode of Tamers, probably by far the most explicit with the queer themes and metaphors of Digimon. Mm -hmm. Um, And this isn't mainline Digimon. There's something to say that they were like, you can, but it has to be on a thing that does not have the official Digimon branding (laughs) name attached to it. That's right. We have to say, oh, it's a spin-off universe. No one's going to know about it. It's fine. Mhm. 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 Um, I did want to say the end of that conversation also. Um, yeah, after Eugene says all that, Haru does say he wants to tell him everything and be with him. He does say and be with him. There's mm-hmm. no like oh, added shit. to that. He wants to be with him. Like I, it's just all on the page. It's there. They just tweeted it out. Mhm. By the nature of the episode, <laughs> he just tweeted it out. Yeah, there's a lot of tweeting on this episode. Just and they like are, Hatsune in fact, Miku is getting tweeted that she has a husband, and Dokumana says never. <laughs> I would never allow that. <laughs> no, Dokuman says no, she doesn't, and then she says, yeah, I would never allow it. I would never allow <laughs> myself to have a boyfriend, is what she never says. Never on earth would I ever allow myself to have a boyfriend. That's right. This is lies and slander. Mm-hmm. So that's like the main thing from that episode. Also, they fight 
the they fight my favorite person on the world embodiment of twitter and also a funny a funny cowboy that flies into space and snipes you from orbit i love him so much i love his little like finger thing like he's he's an ace attorney guy like he's good when he talks he goes he always talks in oh i can shoot you can i not like, he always just leaves off trailing his voice. I'm not really sure, like, exactly how this translates, but he always ends his sentences with, De I De I <laughs> He rolls, I love him dearly. Um, uh, he fuck, he's always pushing up the brim of his hat in, like, a cool guy move because his hat is too big. Yeah, he's like- And he goes, like, I can't buy a bigger hat. He's like, one does not yeah. simply buy a yeah, bigger hat. Like, hey, they're too big, <laughs> that hat is too big for you. And he's like, it would be a 10-gallon hat if it was any other size. Mm-hmm. It's so good. He has to constantly readjust it because it's just too big for his fucking head. Oh, so Telemon is so this this show, like, in addition to be being the gayest shit you've ever seen, also has like such a high volume of funny guys per capita. It rules. I, yeah. Every villain, like every monster of the week and every like endgame villain in this is just peak. I love them all. Such a huge freak. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> Sky, you wouldn't have met them. I explained them to you, Brie, but like Cameramon in this yes. show <laughs> is just the camera app who takes incredibly bad selfies, but <laughs> thinks he does great at them. Mm-hmm. The way he's introduced is he's like, haha, I found you guys. And he jumps off a building, summons a camera to take a picture of him. And we see the picture is like incredibly blurry. <laughs> he's only halfway into the frame. <laughs> it looks like shit. He's like, perfect. Hell yeah. And he's the same voice as uh, Satellimon. I know! That's why they're my favorite characters! That's right. At my, once again, this show was made by Emery to target me specifically. Yeah, it's... I didn't actually make it, but boy, oh, yeah, like... This is very Devon-targeted, for sure. <laughs> Just a f- show of freaks. Also very Emery-targeted. Yeah, it's very gay, which is Emery-targeted, and it's a show about freaks, which is Devon-targeted. <laughs> <laughs> Devin Coded is a show about freaks. That's right. <laughs> um, can we talk about how at the end of this episode we meet Offman? Because this is, I think, where he's uh, introduced. Man, because uh, he uh, finally uh, has a best boy. character, so he's finally involved in Haru's plot. He's finally yeah. part of his harem. Yeah, and so, yeah, the, the cure for Twitter is being offline. And so Offman comes into <laughs> play God, the here. show is so fucking That's funny. exactly right. It's so good. <laughs> rules. <laughs> They were like, how do you beat Twitter? Just get offline. Just log off. Touch grass. (laughs) It's good. Play a single player game that has no multiplayer function. It's good. And not only is the joke itself good, Offman is a tiny little guy who keeps charging up a bomb every time he gets scared. And we love him. Mm -hmm. The way he does it is he needs a little ball of energy. Yes. He says, uh, need, 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 need. <laughs> Offman is like the application for offline games. So he's like very introverted and shy and socially anxious. And I love him. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would die for you, Offman. He's just a little baby. He's just a little guy. He's a little baby with long sweater paws. He and can't change he this. He needs them into a And also ball. like... 
fucking Eugen is like so pure in all his interactions with Offman because he's just like, oh, it's okay, little guy. It's okay, don't be scared. Yeah, he's a great dad, first of all. As Offman is just like nervously chewing on his head. Yeah, like, first of all, like, I don't know. We see a lot of like Haru being like, oh, what a cute dad, like almost. Like, that's the vibe I'm getting mm-hmm. at least. It's good. Yeah, there's like the whole thing where they're like, oh, hey, is that Offman? He's like, yeah, he's my trusty partner. And they're like, hey, he's kneading on, he's like chewing on your head. And Hart, Eugene's just like, ah, so he is. He doesn't like yeah. move him after that at all either. He's just like, yeah. So he is. He's teething. Yeah, he's just teething. I do I do got to briefly talk about like um slow starter, which is like there was like a little EP like that has everyone's like character song on it, like IE like, you know, all the voice actors like singing little duets with, you know, their 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 partners and character. And y- yeah, uh fucking Rays is like some edgy new metal shit which is fucking gorgeous and perfect. Um hey, real quick, we haven't mentioned Ray at all because he hasn't been relevant to any of the episodes we've talked about. Yeah, because he's having Ray his own the- little spy drama while all this is going on. Ray is technically the jelly. fourth member of their group. All you need to know is he eats jelly all the time. He eats yeah. jelly, he has like an emo kitty cat, and he's really looking for his brother. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Who got kidnapped and- in turnstile. Yeah, so... Eugen and Offman's song, like, if you read the translated lyrics, it's all just, like, Offman talking about his anxiety and Eugen being like, it's okay, you can you can take things at your own pace, like, you know, you can, so much. you can engage with people in a way that is, like, you know, uh, 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 tolerable for you. I fucking love him so much, I swear to God. <sighs> They are perfect. So, he's so precious. I love him. I love Eugene. I swear to God, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> uh, and then Eugene goes home to eat spaghetti with his mom. And then, like, when he goes, you know, through the doorway, like, a funny little laser scans his brain. And his mom is like, oh, you want to eat pasta, do you? You want to eat spaghetti, Nothing huh? ominous about that. I bet mm. you want to fucking eat spaghetti, don't you? I can, like, almost read your mind somehow, haha. <laughs> wow, Mom, it's like you're reading my mind. Yeah, it's almost like that, haha. <laughs> I'm sure this so won't be relevant prob- to anything. That's probably nothing. Yeah. I'm sure he just has a really cool mom, and they have, like, a cool security system that scans your brain when you walk past it. it, it is it too early to mention that um, Offman is Gachamon's little brother? I mean, they, they they kind of are, huh? Yeah, they absolutely are. Like, we don't ha- do it in these episodes that we uh, uh, handed out, but there is an entire episode where Gotchman's like, "I don't want a fucking little brother." Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like, "I don't, mm-hmm. I don't fucking want a little brother. It's got to be me. I'm the cool one." And then at the end of the episode, he's like, "Yeah, I have a little brother." And he goes, <laughs> Just kidding. Mm-hmm. He whips ass actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Episode 28, like, the gang is hanging out in their funny secret museum, um... Slash bookstore, slash crypt. Offman runs away, and I forget why, because I was only skimming the episode. Uh, they're Um, all scary. Yeah, he just got nervous. Oh, yeah, The first time he got nervous, I was like, hey, this is my house, you better swallow that bomb right now, and he does, but the second time he (laughs) does, like, blow a door down into their, like, secret basement. Into the secret crypt that I is like, huh, I didn't know we had this. 
Yeah, Offman is having, like, social anxiety, so he sets off a few bombs and runs away, as, like you do. As one does, yeah. Yeah, he lives in the, uh, Goru, ha- Goru house. Yeah, I really forget what happens in this episode. My next note they chase him. a buff she-her causing problems. Yeah, they they chase him to a gym where everyone is listening to their damn phones that's telling them work out more. And they're like, but I don't wanna. And the app is like, do it. Yeah. And they're like, okay. Yeah, everyone's workout app is like causing them to work out until they die. Um, because, you know, there's... Uh... A fucking, there's an Epmon that is causing problems once again, and they're like a round metal sphere with buff Trogdor arms. They look like a Bobobo character. And uh, they're very gay-coded and use Atashi pronouns, so, you know. Oh, yeah. I think the um, the, the main gay coverage in this episode is... Um, Eugene explaining uh, how he got his funny little app. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, yeah, after you left the other day, like, in be- basically in between the stuff that we just talked about in the last episode, he's like, well, I was worried about you, and so I went and got ten plates of sushi because my app led me there. My phone told me to go get ten plates of free sushi, and <laughs> I, I got said, a yes, coupon sir. for ten plates of free sushi after my phone led me to a sushi plate. And uh, wouldn't you know it, Offmon was on the, the plate instead of ten plates of sushi. I didn't get my sushi, but I did get off mom so i guess it's a win yeah and then he um um he gets his like funny driver thing that asks him his question that like he's he has to answer correctly if he wants to uh get his his thing and what it is is i need to set the fucking scene here like yujin is telling haru all of this while like you know they're they're walking around and yujin just like walks into a fucking beam of like the setting sunlight and is just like bathed in golden light yeah, Haru is in the darkness, in the shadows, almost like he's in some sort of darkened space, um, like a closet or something. Who Crazy. Knows? Um, and and Yujin, Yujin is out. He's proud in the setting sunlight. Mm-hmm. He's silhouetted, and you know he just tells him this story. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. So I got my thing, and it, I was really worried about you. And the driver asked me. Uh, is there a friend that you would give your life to protect? And I realized that there was some part of me that did really want to give my life to protect you. So I said yes, and I got uh, off mine. The app said, do, till death do you part, question mark. And I said yes. Literally. Okay. Said, would you die for your homie? Yes, yeah. I would. The, the app was like, do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Do you like me? Why N? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the end of this scene is, once again, to go back to Haru, who is standing in um, his darkened little corner, almost like some sort of closet, is him stepping out to join Yujin in the setting sun, almost like he walked out of some sort of closet or something. I don't really know. Mm. Mm. Almost like there's symbolism. I don't know. I don't think this show has any characters, facts, or theme. <laughs> Crazy. So, that's that episode. So that's the big moment from there, but it was very good. Yeah, the guy they uh, fight did not matter at all. We learned that Eugen is so much, his Atmon is so much stronger because his special ways, he gives uh, all his Atmon blood to yes. power them up. Uh-huh. They're like, hey, why does your app driver look look like that? And he's like, I give my blood to make it stronger. And they're like, that's sick as fuck. 
Yeah, feed me Seymour or whatever. Yeah, the <laughs> Grandpa Denemon says feed me Seymour. <laughs> so now I think with that, all that set up, we gotta jump into the finale. Mm, the truth about Eugene? The truth about Eugene. So, episode 47, there's this plot-important guy named Bootmon, uh, but, you know, he runs away every time he gets scared, and the good guys need to capture him before the bad guys I, I'm, capture him. I'm sorry, but mm -hmm. but since, since we're skipping ahead that far, yeah, can, can we just take a brief moment to acknowledge Char Aznable Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> the other gay yes. guy in this show? Emery Eugenite. Yep, that guy. The most gay, the most little gay Kaiba man in the world. Yeah, yeah. they fucking put Seto Kaiba in this one. He's the teen CEO of L Corp after the old CEO gets fired. He fucking enters the series on a jetpack after he falls from space yeah, in after a cool stunt. <laughs> he comes from the Kaiba Corp space elevator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. They just announced live on television, hey, the CEO got fired, because that's how that happens. And the new CEO is coming, and he's coming from space right now. And then he lands, and everyone's like, oh, no, oh, he's shit, hot. Oh, shit, he's hot. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very specifically. Yeah, and Haru definitely starts blushing at him. Yeah, very specifically, it's never explained, like, why Haru is smitten with this boy almost <laughs> immediately. <laughs> he yeah. is staring at that screen for so long. Haru's like, damn, I like this new- I gotta go see him in person right now. Really, really uh -huh. like this new Elcor CEO. I just think he's neat. That's what Haru says. Yeah, no gay thoughts whatsoever. He's just hot. So that's Unryuji Knight. He's a really funny guy who who has a Char Aznable mask and an evil alternate persona, you know. He laughs like Mandark. There's a part in one of the episodes where- um. The after some shenanigans, they have to retrieve all their Atmon after they uh quote unquote die. And they do that and he just like teleports onto the sky like he's like a bad Photoshop stretched out image onto the sky where they're at. And he's like, Hey, it's fucking me. I got your boyfriend in a dungeon. Ooh. Do you want him back? <laughs> he's like, Hey fuckers, it's me. I just think he's neat. He is neat. He's he's pretty he's pretty neat. He's pretty neat. Uh, so yeah, they're they're looking for Bootmon, like while this is happening, uh Ray, our funny hacker friend from earlier. Bootmon with the ability to turn uh things on is his app ability. Yes. Uh so Ray is like, hey, Eugen's background is completely fabricated. Like someone hacked this guy into existence. Like all his records and shit are fake. And only I was able to figure this out because I'm a very advanced hacker. And Haru is like, hey, no, it's fine. I don't care what Eugen's background is. He's my best true friend and I trust him. To do this to Ray, he does a big stompy at him. Yeah, I do he have written in my stomp. notes uh, Haru's autistic stomp because it's very good. He just like <laughs> stomps and he's like, no, he's my friend. It's not even like a stomp and like a no. He stomps and then he sits there for a minute. Yeah, no. Ray's just like, um, <laughs> and he's like. I like Eugen. He's fine. Yeah, he stomps to to jog his thoughts. He's like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, I had to reboot there a little bit. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. Too bad Bootmon's not here, so I had to stomp on my own. I had to do it myself. 
Uh, yeah, so he decides that um, he's friends with uh, Eugen, actually, and they have to... For his personality. Yeah, for his personality. And they have to uh, search through the school um, for... I, are they looking for Bootmon, or are they yeah, looking for... Yeah, Bootmon was spotted there because he keeps turning things on everywhere he goes. Oh, that's right. And uh, they're like, well, he's obviously at the fucking school then. And they're like, okay, so the plan is, Gotchman, eat this USB. And Gatchman says, I did, it tastes like shit, but now I'm glowing. And they yeah. said, great. Slurp that USB like a juice box. Slurp this Caprice on USB. And uh, they go to the school, and they, they're they looking for Bootman. They're like, fuck, where could he possibly be? And uh, Offman's like, I don't know, probably somewhere like secluded, where no one would really bother him. And Haru and Yujin at the same fucking time are like, oh, our secret spot. I know exactly. Oh, our secret hideout behind the shed. Oh, our secret spot where no one would catch us doing anything. Where we go when we want to be alone. Oh. So crazy that these two best friends have a secret spot that they would go to. To where be no alone. One, yeah, where no one could find them alone. Mm-hmm. No one else is invited. Not uh, Haru's uh, crush. Uh, I... No, just these two boys. Yep. Not a spot for somebody to be alone, like one person. No, it has to be a couple. It's for it's for these two that they would go to together. Yeah, so they find Bootman. Bootman's whole thing is that whenever he gets startled, he uh, uh, ejects from the situation, mm-hmm. which me too, um, mm-hmm. and flies to a random location. He does that. Gatchman hits him with the USB goo, and then... The next part of the episode is Haru and Yujin on a date, while Naruto and Hatsune Miku uh, play, do shenanigans. Pretty much, yeah. Haru and Yujin are, like, going around their middle school, like, you know, talking about how, you know, in a year they're gonna graduate, and, you know, how, you know, they're they're at a point in their lives where things will inevitably change, and, like, fucking as they're talking about this, like, Yujin just, like, walks, you know, in front of a window, and Haru just, like, stares at him, surrounded by all the god rays, you know? As you do. With some dialogue that, um, learning what we do in this episode is extra funny, because Yujin's like, yeah, we're gonna, like, go off, and, like, probably lead different lives, and then he looks at Haru and's like, but promise we'll never change, right? <clears throat> yeah, we're, we'll never change. We'll always be best friends. We will never change, both mentally and or physically. <laughs> That's right. And then, um, yeah, at some point they end up, while having this, like, conversation, like, talking about their futures and stuff, they do end up on, like, this stereotypical every... Um, um, Japanese anime. Every Japanese VN that takes place in a high school where they go up on the roof through like the gate and like they're like looking out at this like sunset sky and they're all up there. Yeah, they're in the confession zone mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> Literally, yeah, yeah, because the 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 excuse is they're like, oh damn, we got to find a good place because Bootman is like programmed now to eject back to our location, so we got to go find a good place to uh, catch him. Let's not stay at our secluded spot, however. No. That would be a perfect place to catch him. Let's go to the sunset roof of uh, romance. No, we must simply go to the the romance anime roof. We have to. It's vital. These boys fucking love talking about their feelings in the sunset. It just has to be said. It it happens like ten times. (laughs) They can't stop doing it. 
Yeah, and then they, yeah, they say they'll always be best friends, and they definitely, definitely linger on their handshake for a moment. Um, there. Mm-hmm. You construct elaborate and, rituals, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, this is just before the moment when we realize things <laughs> about They're at the jail. room where it happened. They are. <laughs> and, uh, and then Bootman finally shows up. Hooray, it's Bootman. We did, we, we, we did, we did the, the damn thing. thing. Now we can stop Leviathan. And then Eugen says, uh, Shutman, kill him. <laughs> Shutman, endless man's whole career. Uh-huh. And he does. Yeah, Shutman, and then Shutman fucking murders Bootman and turns him into a chip, which, uh, Eugen... Very specifically, Shutman's like, really, man? All right, mm-hmm. I'll do it. I just... Really? I guess. Damn. I thought we were, like, doing something here, but I guess not. And then Haru's like, uh, hey, what's going on, bestie? Uh, <laughs> uh bestie, you feeling okay? so why'd, why'd you do that, Eugen? And then Eugen is like, oh, Ozra Eugen does not exist. Uh, this right here, uh, this is a fucking android named YJ14, created by Leviathan. I played you, idiot. Get played, idiot. Um, would like to point out that um, that around here was when I realized that Othman did still come to him by just like you know Digimon rules rather than Leviathan's rules. So yeah, he uh, this android had so much gay feeling for Haru mm-hmm. that Othman came to be with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Minerva, like the good AI who has been handing out like all the Digimon partners and the Digivices, is like, wow, this boy gay, I'm gonna give him a, a little buddy and see what happens. Minerva was like, I'm sure it'll be fine. This seems normal and good. I will- I- I'm gonna- g- I'm going to give this android a little Apmon buddy because I trust that his feelings for Haru are real and will win out in the end. Minerva said, hey, you so gay, you're going to adopt. That's right. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Fucking true. It's fucking true. So yeah, this is about the show where Leviathan starts trying to turn all the people into apps. Whatever that uh-huh. means. Yeah, he puts them yeah, in the digital so, uh, meat grinder. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, so Eugen, like, realizes Bootmon, who is infected with the L-Virus now, so he act- activates an evil program that unlocks God Grade. Um, the, you know, the app of omnipotence. <laughs> yeah, app monsters can, you know, evolve even further now, and, you know, so he also summons Deusmon, uh... And talks about how, you know, Leviathan's plan is to turn all humans into data so that they can be managed with AI, like, on the internet. Um, uh, yeah, he realizes Deosman, who is the god of omnipotence, so that's fine. Uh, there's a big fight. Hey, everyone, if any... Sorry, if any listeners out there want to satiate my curiosity, if you go on to the Android App Store, there is a app that just says Omnipotence. Oh no, um, don't do it. <laughs> it uh it it just when it asks about this app, it just says what will happen next with a timer below it. Um it is currently $330, so if anyone just has any disposable income that just wants to sate my curiosity. Uh, yeah, Patreon goal of $330. So we will so, download this app. So I can download the app that has a mysterious <laughs> countdown in it. <laughs> I want a mysterious $330 app called Omnipotence with a timer. I want to know. Do not, do not buy the $330 virus, please. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. 
What if I get Deus Mon out of it? Yeah, what if what if there's a, a I'm sure it won't turn you into data and and store you on online. It, uh, it, it's, a digital meat grinder to feed an egg. <laughs> yeah, it it's just at end of Evangelion, except instead of Tang, you get uh put into a blender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's also serial experiments lane, as we're gonna be getting to. Uh, so... Yeah, it's it's your experience lane because God manifests physically in my room. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Eugen is talking about how, like, you know, from the beginning, like, everything he was doing was just to, like, you get in Haru's good graces and... I was designed to queerbait you, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Queer Queerbait him and, you know, earn his trust so that he could, like, you know monitor the grandson of the famous like uh ai developer who created minerva um you know uh but but haru is like but what about our friendship wasn't that real and yujin is like no uh and you know haru goes on to be like Oh, but but I care about you so much. When you were held hostage, it felt like my heart had been ripped out. Uh-huh. Um, this is where we get the funny part where uh, Robot Eugen, after Haru delivers this impassioned speech, starts crying. And Eugen's <laughs> li- Haru's like, oh, you're crying. And Eugen's like, yeah, I can cry whenever I want to. That's was, a simulation. Yeah. I'm programmed to it's cry when it would be me. emotional for you. I'm programmed to cry when you say something real gay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he is a jock. Yeah. And then we have like the little bit where Eugene like pins Haru against the fence, like mm-hmm. you do. Yeah, excuse me? Yeah, he says, look closely, this is your ideal protagonist, and pins him to the wall. What was that? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Me uh watching screen. Huh? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> what did you just do? I was watching Jennifer's body. <laughs> just hold <on>. up. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then Deusman blows up the school in the ground, and everyone falls into a big pit, and then, you know, all the other app drivers, like, have a touching moment with their appmon buddy, and, you know, talk about how they're gonna save the world, and it's very sweet, and... Then they turn into the worst 3D CG renders I've ever seen in my life. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then everyone unlocks their god modes, and... And we wish they didn't. We wish they did. really wish they had not. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty unfortunate. Pretty cringe. Uh, so episode 49, everyone is like getting grabbed by big hands that come out of their phone and turn them into data and put them in the digital meat grinder to feed their data to a big egg that Rebootmon summoned. Or yeah. Rebootmon laid a big egg. Don't worry about it. Um It's stinky, it's a little bit smelly. Yeah, Rebootmon is Shutmon and Bootmon's like fusion and their god grade evolution. Uh, and I just, I just have to call out how the, uh, the app for turning it off and on again is god level. I uh, mean, pretty funny. Yeah. this show is really funny. <laughs> this show's hilarious. I used to work IT. Uh, this is true. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the show doesn't really seem to have a firm grasp of what the dark web or perhaps the deep web is, but it sure knows that turning it off and on again is, is the solution god level. to all tech problems. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so, you know, then the gods all show up to fight Deus Mon, and Haru is just still, like, in a big, you know... He's in gay baby jail. Big, big ruins... Yeah, he's in gay baby jail. He's in, like, the school, which has been buried in rubble and shit. Um, he's got depression because his boyfriend is has been secretly evil and gaslighting the whole time. Uh, Leviathan, you know, Leviathan and Eugene's body shows up to be, you know, just to bully him some more and then try to kill him with Reboot Mon. He's like, hey... If you love me so much, why don't you summon God, your god level about it? Why, show me Gaiamon or I'll kill you. If you love me so much, why don't you either die or summon God? Yeah. Uh, also, he changes into a cool evil outfit. Yeah, why? At this point. It's so good. I don't know why or how or where, but it's good. Yeah, he walks in. He can teleport now also. let me. I would just like to tell, point that out. Mm-hmm. Through this whole episode, he just starts teleporting places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's data now. He can do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're in the AR field. Don't worry about it's it. It's fine. Yeah, they're in the IR field, which is Easter Island. Um, and uh, Haru is running through the halls of gay anguish, is what I have in my notes. <laughs> yeah. Uh- <laughs> Welcome to the flash- gay flashbacks hall. <laughs> yeah, just having all these flashbacks about times he spent together with Eugen that are like fading in front of his eyes, mm-hmm. and he's oh, this boy is so in love and has his heart stomped on so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, damn, my feelings for him were real. Damn, this is crazy. He's fucked up. <laughs> so he's trapped under rubble being depressed about how he just got broken up with and you know he fucking literally says that you know he loved his friend yeah he says like, the dice keyword uses the dice keyword and everything mm-hmm. says the dice keyword damn uh and then you know gachuan gives him a little pep talk like you know how the goals he's been chasing this whole time haven't been fake and you know I would like to point out that Gachman specifically says, I am a search app. That's why I was brought to you, because we're both very specifically searching for something dear to us. Uh, sure fucking is. Hello. Um, and then, and then, you know, Eugene, like, takes a little look at his, you know, aptly drive and sees the question, do you have someone who you would give your life to protect? And that, like, snap, like, partially snaps him out of it enough that, you know, he, like, calls out for Haru and then Haru sees him and there's just this, like, one you know, tiny pinpoint ray of light in the darkness, and Haru is like, okay, maybe maybe the goals I've been chasing this time have been real. Maybe uh, I should, you know, g- go forward and find the path to my future and dig myself out of this depression cave. Damn. And he says, his love for Eugene is real, and it's his most important treasure. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. This is some real uh, best friend shit. Gotchman, I would just like to point out to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I simply think that they're friends. Mm-hmm. Gotchman, I would just like to point out to you from episode one. You did say I is his crush. And so far, uh, Haru has not mentioned her at all. Or I don't think he even <laughs> thought about her in the slightest. 
Yeah, they were yeah. at her house once, yeah, exactly. and that doesn't seem to bother anybody in yeah. terms of, like, crushness or jealousy or anything. Yeah, Haru was never like, damn, I'm at her house, I'm in her secret dungeon. <laughs> Fuck, I'm in her secret basement. <laughs> no, that's crazy. <laughs> Uh, so then Leviathan ap- realizes into the real world, because the big egg hatched. Yeah, he turns into the egg carrier. Yeah. Uh, and that's episode 49. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so episode 50, like, Leviathan's causing mayhem and causing people to levitate, and you, you know, you, the gods have to fight Leviathan, and they're getting their asses kicked because they have to use their bodies as human shields to protect all the floating humans, uh... And then, you know, Haru realizes Gaiamon, his god level, and fights Rebootmon. Um, and then, this this episode is all just god fighting, so I'm really just gonna run through it. Yeah, it doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a funny mo- moment where um, uh, Deusmon is getting his ass kicked, and then Leviathan is just kind of, like, in the background ominously. And so, he's at one point where he's just like, ah, Leviathan. You're going to help? Oh, that's so great, King. Oh, uh, yeah, you guys are so fucked now. You guys are gonna die. Hey, why am I getting sucked into a whirlwind? <laughs> yeah, Leviathan <laughs> eats all the god grade Aphmon. He says, I will never die or receive comeuppets for the things I've done. He does hork him down. Yeah, he just yeah. slurps him up. Mm-hmm. Yummy, yummy in his tummy. He says, mmm, num, num, then, you know. And then Gaiamon shows up and he also gets eaten. It's fine. Gaiamon shows up and is like, I can't wait to die. Shows up and immediately like flies up there to like get chomped. Immediately gets yeah. his shit rocked. I do have written in my notes, like from the point of view of Gaiamon just being like, did you just like summon me so I could die? What what happened there? <laughs> no, he gives Haru a meaningfully meaningful look. He's like, I can't wait to die for you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like he- I think he explicitly does it on purpose. No, yeah, yeah he does. It's- he knows. He's like, oh, I'm so stoked. I'm so tight to die. I mm-hmm. can't wait. Uh, so that's episode 50. Episode people. Episode 51. People are getting amplified. They're getting turned into funny digital beings and put on the internet um and everyone's like shit this is bad what are we gonna do all our guys got eaten and then fun then haru's funny dead grandpa gives them a phone call um and tells them about you know how leviathan's plan all along was to get their guys to evolve into god forms so that he could eat them and use them to power up and, you know, uh, implement his final plan. So it's like, damn, Leviathan is the one who wrote the plot. Leviathan watched Digimon and was like, wow, I should do that, but for real. Uh, and Grandpa could have told them this at any point before now. It's fine, don't worry Absolutely. about it. And they're like, hey, how do we get Minerva to help <coughs> I hit her where no one would find her? In space! In space! In space! space. (laughs) The only place uncorrupted by capitalism. Space! So Minerva's in a big, funny satellite. Um, Yeah, just hanging out in low orbit. I do love funny little brother's, uh, Ray's little brother's face when he says, oh yeah, she's in space. He's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, Grandpa. He's like, are you shitting me? Grandpa, work with me here. (laughs) 
<laughs> Are you fucking God it's, damn it. It's really good. I mean, there is air gap security, and this is a vacuum gap security. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can't, um, can't put any illegal USBs in my satellite. That's right. Was that why Emmer Eugenite was, like, coming to become CEO from orbit? Was he out there looking for that satellite? <laughs> He's like, you know, oh wait, I'll, shit, probably. He's like, I'll find it probably. eventually. Yeah, he was like, oh shit, the announcement's happening. I'll have to look for this later and gets back in his rocket ship and flies back down to Earth. Yeah, Leviathan was like, it's up there somewhere, bro. Just keep looking. <laughs> so the god forms of the Fmon like all get installed into Leviathan, but you know, the baby standard grades are like able to escape somehow. Although they're still in Leviathan, but they can, like, run around and stuff, and they're not god mode anymore. Yeah, they're just doing uh, shenanigans in there now. Yeah, he, Leviathan is now Unicron. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, you know, Denemon is like, okay, I have a plan to get your guys out. We have to send a signal to Minerva to hack into Leviathan from her funny satellite. Uh, and then, you know, so, you know, your little guys have to run towards the exit point inside Leviathan. Uh, meanwhile, you have to go to the Tokyo Tower and, you know, use one of the dishes on there to send the signal within this specific little time frame. Uh, so... You have to do something so fucking dangerous, my guy. So they all do that. Uh, Yujin shows up and, like, blows up part of the tower, so... Haru has to do some big protagonist shit and uh, jump off a building in order to uh, realign one of the satellites' dishes. I will say again, they are in the real world now, and Eugen is still just teleporting around. Teleporting and doing big energy blasts. Yeah, he's fucking throwing out key blasts. (laughs) This is the advantage of being an android. Yeah, it's teleportation, throwing out key blasts. Yeah. Haru's gonna have the coolest boyfriend by the end of this. Yeah. Certainly <laughs> nothing will happen to Eugen by the end of this. <laughs> Certainly it'll be fine. So, yeah, so they do it, and then the guys escape, and then it's on to episode 52. There's more god fighting. Uh, Minerva, you know, comes around in orbit again and shoots a big power up blast at all the god grades. Uh, Minerva says, We ran out of episodes. You win now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, after uh, she immediately does this, they're like, oh, thanks, Minerva. We're so glad you'll live forever. And then Leviathan shoots a big beam and kills her instantly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was just that fucking easy. <laughs> so, but then they beat up Leviathan, and Leviathan dies, and Eugen is back to normal because Leviathan's not controlling anymore. Except, oops, he gets blessed. Uh, Leviathan downloads himself into Eugene right before he dies and sends everyone to the dark web. You wouldn't download a Leviathan. Yeah, exactly. He Then he sends everyone to the dark web where, like, all the amplified humans are. And everyone's just kind of like a lifeless mannequin shambling around. And Leviathan is like, wow, isn't this great? Isn't the, isn't this the perfect little world I've created? I'm literally having them walk in circles for some reason. Isn't it cool in here with everyone just sort of walking single file to an unknown destination and back in again? circles? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, look, they're getting so much enrichment. Look, they're all going on a walk. <laughs> they're getting so much exercise. That's right. Walkies? Leviathan looking <laughs> at his uh, downloaded human. Walkies? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Park? Uh, so, you know, he's also on some Aeri shit about human evolution and how, like, you know... How once everyone casts off their physical forms, they can like become something greater, and I uh, and it's literally he's literally on his Aeri shit. Uh, they watched the 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 creators watched. Like I can't wait to manifest in your house physically. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Th- these creators also watched Serial Experiments Lane in addition to Digimon Tamers. You know. Oh yeah, because. Digimon Tamers watch Serial Experiments Lane. It just, it keeps going down. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's Serial Experiments Lane all the way down. It, it's just Also going. some fucking parallels to the scene with Lane and Alice where it's like, you know, it's talking about like how because Eugene had a body, he was like able to like experience emotions and, you know, develop feelings for Haru. Like. Oh, how having a body unlocks gay sex. It's literally that. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) How it's like, oh no, having having no body would be better. But how would you have gay sex? Oh shit, you're right. Uh, It's that fucking um that meme where it's like divorce leads children to the worst places, but it's like developing a physical form leads children to the worst places, and it's just (laughs) sexuality at the bottom of the pit. Exactly. Gay sex. Gay sex is just at the bottom of the pit. (laughs) Yeah, as we've established in Serial Experiments Lane, having a physical body is gay, and Eugene has a physical body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Leviathan is in that body now, and he's like, uh-oh. He's like, oh shit. Oh no. <laughs> There's gay thoughts in here. Oh shit, this thing is so gay. Oh, this thing's wired for gay sex. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> So Leviathan is like, okay, Haru, I'm gonna give you a choice. You can save humanity and kill me, but that will also kill Eugen. Or you can just let me, you know, have my funny little human circle here and just live in- A human hamster wheel. Yeah, exactly. And Haru is like, ah, shit, I gotta pick the save humanity option, don't I? Uh, but then, you know, like, Eugene regains consciousness in the last moment, and he's like, Haru, I'm not gonna let you make that choice, and then he pushes the button himself. He's like, wanna, as if I'd let you, as if I'd make you press that button. Like, I wanna uh, point out, all of, um, Haru's friends are watching this, and they're all sitting there being like, oh shit, this is such a hard decision, Haru would never oh no, choose killing, so killing Eugene over, like, saving humanity, this is so fucked up. How can you make him make two impossible decisions? The fucking peanuts gallery back there of like, oh, but Mm -hmm. he's going to save you, Jen. But that would mean humanity dies. Oh. Yeah, (laughs) Dokuman is just like, oh, no, then we won't get your mom back. (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny. No one is just like, yeah, it's an easy choice, Haru. No, they're all like, oh, shit, they're so gay for each other. This is an impossible task. (laughs) They're all like, damn, this really is hard. It's really is. They're like, oh, this is so fucked up. This is really the biggest trolley problem. All of humanity or one gay lover. It's one gay crush from high school. (laughs) Fucked up. This is so fucked up. All of humanity or my gay robot. Literally. (laughs) My gay robot from outer space. Mm hmm. So Eugene pushes the button and then, you know, the fucking. 
reality collapses. He dies in Haru's arms, you know, as you do. Haru says, I will rebuild you, my man. And, you know, Haru is screaming and crying, and he's, you know, he has Eugene's dead body in his arms, and he's like, you know, oh, oh, fucking before, like, Haru goes to push the button, I forgot to mention, he's like, don't worry, I'm going to devote the entire rest of my life to being an AI researcher so that maybe one day I can meet Eugene again. So that I can rebuild you. (laughs) I'm going to rebuild my boyfriend. Build a boyfriend. And that, yeah, and then, you know, he's got Eugene's body. He's like, keep being the kind Eugene and meet me again one day in our world. Specifically, this line is what uh, I think Grandpa Denimon is like, oh, yeah, this is what stopped Leviathan. Leviathan felt so it's much literally love from their that. gay love. And Leviathan yes. felt so much gay love from that. He was like, ah, shit, I can't be evil, bro. He fucking realized that Eugene had a heart and that, you know, his and Haru's love for each other was, like, fucking real and, he you know... He realized humanity had an inherent value. Maybe, possibly spelled a different future for, you know, humans and AI living together. He learned that... Leviathan became a real buckaroo. He did. So true. He learned that love is real. He learned that humanity have an inherent value, and it's all gay. That's right. The inherent value of humanity was gay. Yeah. Their gay love literally saved the world. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's what we can all hope for. Yeah. Having a, uh, a body is a gateway drug to gay love, and gay love is a gateway drug to saving the world. So, you know. That's what the Dare Lion taught me. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Uh, so, and then, you know, as just, like, the last little epilogue scene, like, Haru is, you know, in the library reading a book, and then, you know, it's, it's all, like, you know, uh, uh, you know, saturated in sunlight, and then you see Yujin walking down a flight of stairs, and Haru notices him, and that's the series. Uh... We skipped over a few things that are wild. First okay. of all, Haru is like narrating the end of the show and he's like, damn, humanity's still rebuilding after Leviathan uh, blew up an entire city. Did we mention that Leviathan just started le- leveling a city for no reason? Yeah, he. Yeah. Oh, yeah. During all the god fights, there was hell of collateral damage. He downloaded all the people and then destroyed one of the cities, which implies that when he put all the people back, they were like, you know. In destroyed horrible buildings (laughs) crushed under the buildings first of all he also didn't download their pets so anyone who had a pet in that city fucked up yeah fucked up what he did because we Um, do see a really sad made me cry little like dog on a leash just like um where's all the people i don't know how long they were downloaded so maybe the pets are fine but they're damn sure really confused at least that one who was on a leash when it's human got taken um so Haru's just narrating, oh, we're rebuilding the city, we're trying our best, like, moving on as humanity, learning our relationship between humans and AI, and he's like, oh, by the way, did I mention that we all got to keep our special friends? <gasps> so Gachman, Dokuman, Mizuman, all of them are just around forever. Mm-hmm. He- Othman is there despite having died during the Leviathan escape. Despite having Fine. died- No one can kill Othman. Yeah, Haru is now Othman's new dad. Yeah. Um, Very mm-hmm. specifically- and then Grandpa Denemon, for some reason, also got 
Eplierized? I can't say that word. Undyed himself. Yeah, by accident. I know! Yeah, into the real world, and now he's like, fuck, I'm physical again, and I can feel my age. This sucks ass. I don't know how that works. In fairness, I don't know how Eugene came back either, so... Yeah, so at the end of this, Eugene just wanders down the stairs... Who rebuilt him? Yeah, Haru's like, he's starting his path. He's like a day into being back. And he's like, hell yeah, I'm going to learn gonna about AI. I'm going to rebuild my boyfriend. And then here he comes. Like, oh. He's just back. I, I have a theory about that. Oh, Is yeah? It, uh-huh. Oh, was it that Eugen's mom uh, missed having a kid? So she just like rebuilt him in her basement? Because they had a lot of uh, alternate bodies down there. Yeah, yeah. That That's what I was going to say. It's just like. They just turned one of them on. <laughs> they were just like, anyways, bust out the other Eugen. We have a ton in storage. Yeah. I don't know why you were crying, bro. Yeah, I think I think Eugen's mom had a backup. She's like, I don't know why you're crying, bro. We have like 80 of these in storage. I do like, A, the implication that, yes, uh, Eugen's mom was like, damn, actually having a kid was kind of cool. Uh, I will rebuild him. I, I do love have making pasta for him. That's right. I love reading his mind and figuring out if he wants pasta, too. Um, I love that they do have to rebuild the robot every couple years and that they are going it to, like, rules. continue doing that for Eugen's life. Like, I picture Eugen, like, building a bigger him with, like, meaty muscles and shit yeah, he's, like, he's involved in built. this now. He's like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna be ripped as hell. Like, I want to be built. <laughs> he has the like- craziest growth spurts. That's right. I did write that into the epilogue of my interstitial campaign, by the way. Hell oh, yeah. hell fucking yeah. We love Tales it. from Sonic is helping now. Good. <laughs> we love that. Tails is like, how built do you want to be? And he's like, fucking massive, dude. <laughs> I want to be. Yeah, how shredded do you want your pecs? That's right. Just how shredded again? <laughs> Beautiful. That's the show. I need That's the show. I don't think we Goddamn. properly conveyed. We skipped over a lot, and the lot we skipped over was just nonstop balls to the wall Looney Tunes bullshit out of nowhere <laughs> every episode. Um, one of my it's favorite so moments good. that I'd like to bring we didn't up- even talk about the most important character of the series, endlessly suffering old man. <laughs> um, you mean French Mister Satan? <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, French Mr. Satan, who is constantly like, oh, no, as he <laughs> as he's experiencing botherations. As he yeah. constantly experiences botherations. We didn't talk about how uh, little Nardo's whole like uh, subplot is that he wants to be a YouTuber, but his family runs a what do they the ceremonies? A tea ceremony school. Like a traditional Japanese tea house. Yeah, a traditional Japanese tea ceremony school. And he's like, oh, I'm going to have to inherit it one day. But uh, damn, I just want to be a YouTuber. And so his dad's brother, who is the most designed character, let me say that, Uh (laughs) takes him to Alcatraz slash tea ceremony school to (laughs) teach him how to be run the family business. And then Astra escapes, and then, you know, once Astra escapes, the uncle is like, wow, I'm so proud of you for escaping. The last people to escape this, uh, this, this prison slash temple were me and 
Astra's father and we burned it, burned to the it ground. down on the way out. We burned it to the ground on the way out, and then I came back and rebuilt it. They just did arson. Mm-hmm. We love that. Uh, I will say one of the most dramatic uh, episodes was the one where um, uh, we had the idol competition. Mm-hmm. We were learning the rankings of the 470 idols in this show. Ranking of idols? Yeah, the ranking of idols. Mm-hmm. My favorite show. Yeah, they had a whole school assembly where they, you know, call out everyone's ranking one by one and everyone goes up on stage and it probably took like 18 hours. It's fucking miserable to be in that. <laughs> um, that's also the episode where Emery Eugenite just you know, decides to be a sex pest out of nowhere Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and reveal that he's evil. He doesn't do it ever again. He's just that one episode. He's like, what if I was annoying? What if I suck? (laughs) What if I was a real shithead for no reason? That's what happens when someone like Kaiba doesn't get an Egyptian pharaoh to uh, take up his brain space Uh 24-7. Uh-huh. There is really just, like, we are forming such a strong triangle of lore between App Monsters, Serial Experiments, Lane, and DSOD. Absolutely. Well, you forget that there's the fourth accents. I have watched one of them and only remember zero. <laughs> there's the fourth access, actually. Oh, yeah. L Death Note is the main villain of this L show. L Death Note. L Death That's Note true. put himself in a Digimon world and... Decided um, to be evil. Yeah, after after Kira killed him, he was like, you know what? Um, I'm over this being good shit. I'm gonna take over the Digimon world. Mm-hmm. Dying does that to a man. He sure did. Want to get into our rankings? Yeah, let's yeah, get into these fucking that. rankings. How no homo? No hetero. <laughs> I mean, no hetero has to be a six. A six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least, like the I, only thing even close to hetero in it is Dokemon being a white guy. <laughs> the only thing that and they Digimon do- don't have fucking genders, so that doesn't even count. Yeah, Dokemon is wife guy in spirit of wife guy. Mm-hmm. Dokemon don't got a gender though. That's yeah, right. yeah. Um, I said the closest thing. Yeah, the only thing I could say is the first episode with Gotchman being like, "Oh, you have a crush on I." And then the show never brings it up ever again. Yeah. Literally ever. Haru blushes and looks away like it's like, haha, no, I don't. But then literally every time we see her, it's never like, wow, I have a crush on this girl. It's yeah, there's even nothing. an episode where there's there like. Was, there was like maybe a little bit of no homo with I like uh, in, in the Christmas episode. episode. Oh, 15. yeah, I fucking forgot about that. That's. And where, like, I finds out about the Digimon existing, but that's just, like... Okay, but that's I so finding out... fairly ha- noteworthy, I didn't put it on our list. Yeah, that's I finding out that Haru has a rainbow flag in his room, and it's like, hey, bro, what's yeah. that? Precisely. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what that is. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's when you are so gay that you forgot you have a girlfriend. Like, you come out, and then you're like, oh, wait, I was dating someone. <laughs> oh, shit, I was dating... I had oh, a beard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was an entire episode where they go to, like, a summer festival with, like, fireworks and everything. And, like, I and Haru are both there. I don't think they share more than, like, two words with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do not even take that opportunity to have Haru be like, oh, wow, it's that girl I like. No, he's spending that entire time with Yujin. 
again, like, they're doing just, like, the bare minimum of plausible deniability. They're like, like she's the in other- the show. What else do you want from us? Just like the other thing is that Haru is, like, consistently calling Eugene his friend as he is, like, crying over how much he loves him. It's like, oh my god, I love my friend. Yeah. I love him so much. Mm-hmm. He says he wants to be him. He calls him his beloved friend. He said, the, my love for my friend is, like, my one way out of this. Eugene's whole arc, like, his whole, like, this is my one question that gets me my Digimon, this is my arc, was, do you have a friend you would die for? I mean... It's it's there. That's a little blatant. So yeah, I think the no homo's got to be a one. It is just like the thinnest thread of plausible deniability. Yes. <laughs> thinnest veneer. Yeah, this might be like our first one no homo, five no hetero. Just like straight, like, this is I think escape. kimono friends. Mm. Kimono friends, though. That might have been. I don't remember, but yeah. Or no, I, I, I'm I still pushing for uh, six no hetero. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're breaking the scale on this one. Yeah, this is, I this support is like this. the fucking, this is the polar opposite of Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> where like, at every, at every single possible opportunity, they were being like, no, Sherlock and Watson aren't boyfriends, where in this one, at every single possible opportunity, they're like, no, they are boyfriends. They are. I mean, every, the whole like... Haru and Yujin's Bond episode is played so much like two characters are on a date and like they accidentally had tag-alongs. Like mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. Ari that whole episode. Ari is Hatsune Miku in case anyone's trying to follow along. Uh, <laughs> Ari is just like just watching them like half straddle each other being like, wow, you guys sure are close, huh? <laughs> yep. <I was> like, <laughs> We're still here. <laughs> yeah. I think the only one that's an interesting question is no Romo. Yeah, that 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 is a tricky one because like it is still sort of ostensibly about their friendship, but I feel like that gets like so thoroughly overwhelmed by like the romantic aspect. There is definitely some like good no romo with like the other characters in the series, like, you know, a lot of the Apmon partnerships and um yeah, like the sort of friendship that develops between Astra and Eri, Naruto and Hatsune Miku, yeah. you know, how they both start off as like, just like big sort of minor celebrity egos who are like constantly competing each with each other and at each other's fro- throats, but then like slowly learn to respect each other, you know. I mean, this is where I have to once again talk about the language of the show, not just in the characters being like, oh, he's my friend, uh, we're best friends, uh, we... Gotchman being like, oh, you have a crush on, uh, I, don't you? The language of the camera in the show mm-hmm. is romantic. Yeah. yeah. The, like, so plotting is. of the show, once again, in the Yujin and Haru's bond, the plotting of that show is basically set it up. Even Gotchman says, is this a date? It is, like, mm-hmm. set up as, like, these two are going on a date. The camera angles are what you would use for like haha we're in an awkward date episode um and like whenever it is a chance for haru and yujin to talk or bond or just do anything that requires them to be together and talk about their feelings stare into each other's eyes yeah it specifically mm-hmm. chooses to focus on them looking into each other's eyes it chooses to normally have yujin 
stepping into or the focus of the light of the camera. Like, yeah, usually either, the lighting is just like fucking, you know, just off the charts. Oh, it's incredible. It's either like the sun is silhouetted behind him or he's in the sunlight while Haru is like in the shadows. And like the end scene is always Haru stepping into the light with him, stepping closer to literally uh, back to Hunter Hunter. He is light. Like, sometimes he is so bright, Haru has to look away. But it is always, I am stepping into the light with you, bro. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Also, just, like, the fucking fact that their love literally saved the world in the end. Yeah, no matter how much the show wants to say they're friends, what happened to strong male friendships, why can't they just be friends, the camera and the blocking and the plotline of the show is so romantic in its setups Mm-hmm. Then I'm mm-hmm. like, there's no way, there is no way that anyone wants anyone coming out of this to be like, yeah, they're just good friends. Yeah, also, like, the fact that it is, like, leaning into the queer subtext of, like, Digimon as a whole, like, arguably harder than ever before. I mean, yeah, it's literally, like, it's the fucking bit of, like, Eri being, like, Dogemon being like, yeah, they're saying Ari has a, a boyfriend on Twitter, and Ari's like, I would never allow that. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. I mean, yeah. she'd be out of a job. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what are we thinking for No Romo? I'm kind of leaning towards, like, a two, maybe? Just yeah. a two or a three, just because, like, we've got, like, the other characters in the show with, like, good friendships. They don't put a ring on it, but I swear... Yeah. They don't put a ring on it, but they are so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost do want to do that, like, three, where it's like, we're not going to take anything away from it, because it, it like, where we yor- normally go with our No Romo score is usually, like, do they have a good friendship outside of, like, mm-hmm. being romantic? So I don't want to take points away from them for being like, oh, yeah, like, this was gayer than we had to make it you know what i mean <laughs> so like i, I almost say, want to say that like exactly in the middle like yeah it's it could be about friendship it's very clearly about romance but you know yeah. what did we i forget what did we give the no romo for uh sabaqui bisco because that one is also like a show where characters are basically saying bro i love you and i want to be together with you forever but they you throw think the- my memory goes back a full two weeks no not at all that's why i'm asking um but that one is also one that does have like we're going to re- introduce a romantic subplot and bring it up constantly where this mm-hmm. one brings it up once and then forgets about it almost immediately i think that's very important to like the the romance of it all. Yeah. Sabuqui Bisco did get two. Sabuqui Bisco did get a two, so I <laughs> think this cannot be any lower than Sabuqui Bisco. Yeah, I'd 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 be okay with the three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think we should Uh any thoughts, Spike? No, I'm fine. I think that makes it a ten total. Yeah, I think yep, that's what makes it a sure does. And you know, normally it is a respectable fucking score. Oh yeah. Yeah, normally when we get into like the middle, like the around the nine, the ten, eleven, that's when we're like, this was kind of mid, but I think this was so respectable. No, um, yeah. Um or is it our kimono extreme, friends Is it our extreme front scores that are where we're just like eh? Really high scores 
that's a bad queer bait. Really low scores are generally pretty good, and then like mid is like perfect. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was forgetting our own ranking systems. Because and, I our ranking study. system is perfect. I will, however, yeah. at one point make a thermometer so we can like av- see like averaged <laughs> yeah, 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 out like yeah. what yeah. our actual scores are and how we felt if, about each one. Yeah, we need temperance scores. Yeah, I think if we if if we ever lay eyes on a perfect fifteen, it's going to drive us so crazy that we'll just chew through our computers. <laughs> yeah. Or we can finish the podcast. I mean, I don't think I don't know how we survived uh, the fake numbers episode that was uh, Gengetsuo. <laughs> I think any closer to that, it might kill us. Yeah. Uh, that one was fun. Oh, you want to watch oh, Gengetsuo yeah. again? <laughs> I think I've watched it enough for like you know it, that one. I have to give a good, good, good chunk of time between each one. <laughs> you gotta, we gotta recharge that meter. Uh, yeah, uh, it hurts my eyes, so <laughs> gotta give it a, a rest. But you know, uh, it was fun talking about it. So that's App Monsters. That's App it's Monsters. truly an incredible fucking show. I recommend for like everyone to watch it, even though it's like fifty-two episodes. It's phenomenally good it is it's such a fun watch Mm -hmm. i will say i'm so sorry to everyone who didn't get to watch it during aptly mondays um a for hearing me become feral on live television every single fucking week that's right but also i think that is a show that just watching like two to three episode chunks and then having to sit there for a week and be like what the fuck just happened (laughs) (laughs) truly probably the best way to watch that show honestly I think we did it the best on Apple Mondays, just watching three episodes at a time and being like, huh, so that all just happened. Yeah, it's also a super fun show for a group watch. Oh, like, yeah. Yes. Like, I had such a good time, like, seeing your reactions to, like, all the goofy shit I knew that was coming. I mean, we spent the first month insisting that you made a fake show. <laughs> yeah, you made a fake show. The moment I saw Cameraman appear on the screen, I'm like, okay, Emery, good joke. Good, <laughs> nice bit. You got me. You created a guy just for me. Nice bit. You created a 52-episode anime you just You created for a, us. a guy just for me. Mm-hmm. I did it as a little prank. A goof and a jest. By the way, um, who's everyone's favorite Atmon? Oh, that's so... Offmon. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, for me, it's got to be Offmon. Yeah, that that's not a question. I just love Cameramon. It's Offmon. So I wanted to be the one voice of dissent. That's valid. Cameramon is really good. He takes bad stuff. Se- he takes bad selfies. I think for me, it's hard to put villains and pro- like pro tag like Digimon's yeah. on like the same wavelength because like I loved um uh. Satelamon? Satelamon. Yeah. I loved him so okay. much. He was beautiful. But like if we're just going all time favorite, it's like I gotta look at Offmon and say that's a little guy and I love him. So you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Offmon is truly the most little guy out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he evolves into a biker werewolf, so what's better than that? Offmon is the Gilmon in the show. I will that's not elaborate. True. Yeah, you don't need to. It's baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it is it's no baby. Like- <laughs> It's baby. It's baby who goes feral and does li- likes to do murder. It mm. just does not understand the moral implications of murder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's ultimate baby. Yeah, I mean, I love a really overpowered little baby. Like, 
like even like if I were just to look at Offman, I would be like, I love him. Him also mm-hmm. being the guy who's like, uh oh, too shy, gonna explode. Going to kill you. Peak. Yeah, gonna destroy this whole building because I'm having anxiety. <laughs> Oops, got too shy, gonna blow everyone up, teehee. Like, that's good. It's along the lines of like how um people were one time were like, hey, it's really funny that uh vampires can like burst into bats when they want to escape a social situation. Mm-hmm. Because that rules. This is, I want to blow up an entire room when I want to escape a social situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's good. Instead of throwing a smoke bomb, I just throw a live grenade. <laughs> 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 All right, so, Sky, what are we doing next time? Yeah, hit us. You know, so I, be, I feel like it's pretty easy to find queer baits from, like, you know, the 90s, the 20s, the 2010s, you know, all those, like, you know, it was, it was a real era for being queer baited by Did you say television. the 90s, the 20s, the 2010s? I meant the 2000s, but I was okay. speaking quickly, so I was just like, you know, like... <laughs> it's really easy to find queer bait in the 1920s. In the 1920s, <laughs> you really were about to get queer baited. It's just it's fucking everywhere. The Roaring Twenties. Every movie made in 1920 <laughs> was queer baiting. We call it the Roaring Twenties, but it probably should have called the Flaming Twenties. Uh-huh. Anyways, <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, for for our next week, I wanted to go with something pretty pretty recent from the year of our Lord oh. 2022. Uh, I want to cover Netflix's Wednesday because let's go. Well, we record on Tuesday. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> What if we recorded on Wednesday just like as a funny bit? What if we recorded on Wednesday as a bit? Um, I mean, we could at least release it on a Wednesday as a bit. True. We have to record on Wednesday. The energy has to be there. Mm, Well, we can do both. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We can record on Wednesday and release on Wednesday. I can't wait for us to forget. Yeah, no. Yeah, watch watch my energy just be completely wrong because I'm recording at the wrong time of the week. Yeah, because we record on Tuesday. I save up all of my recording energy for two weeks and it has to be released on Tuesday or else it like, you know, I crash. Oh yeah, our energy is going to be so fucked that day. Yeah, Mm -hmm, I'm going to have like post podcast but didn't actually podcast like weird wednesday hangover which might be the energy we need to post bring to podcast this i don't know clarity yeah post podcast clarity um so it's a pretty short show it's eight episodes but uh if you're really strapped for time you can probably skip three and four they definitely inform the heterosexuality more than the like no homo queer bait shit but um mm-hmm. yeah i would say most of the other ones have some good shit in them um, and definitely, it, <laughs> we have to cover episode five, um, but definitely just a minor trigger warning for uh, mention of conversion therapy, because we have to talk about <laughs> that is in the show. We have to talk about that metaphor oh being used. Um, so we do have to talk about that one. But, you know, very brief mention. It's there, though. So, it's yeah. Crazy. So we're going to talk about Wednesday. All right, let's get into our plugs. Spike, do you have anything to plug? Or just like, if not one of your own plugs, just anything to shout out? Um, no, because the only thing I would shout out would be, uh, Ghost Days. Oh, you could, thank you. You could shout out, uh, Toku Mondays. It's, it's a fun show. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, you could. Yeah, come over to the Ghost Days Discord. Uh, on Mondays, I am showing uh, a combination of Common Rider Double and uh, Garo. These are two old, but not too old, 
uh, tokusatsu shows, and they are both insane. They're both kind of nutty. They're both kind of nutty, but in completely opposite directions. We got to meet Kylo Ren in the last episode of Garu, which is um, haunting my brain. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but like, Kylo Ren, if he respected women a bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he is the uh, certified woman respecter. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> the one, yeah, the one in that entire universe. Yeah. They only need one. There's only one around. That's why he's the lone wolf character. Uh. <laughs> he's like, I'm the only one out here respecting women. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean. Maybe that's why he's so pissed. <laughs> if he I mean, off Kylo Ren energy. I, it's true. Mm-hmm. Well, the the women in this show are either... An artist who is going to therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, Three little fairy women who are mean girls. Love subtweeting the main character. (laughs) Or they are literal demon monsters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every time a woman is introduced, she is quickly possessed by a demon and then off to do uh, hot girl shit. I mean, God forbid women do anything, but, you know. <laughs> God is forbidding it in this show. Yeah, I, I can tell. God said no. Women. <laughs> God said don't do it. <laughs> so I'm on a podcast, as previously mentioned, called Digimon Ghost Gaze. Uh, now, there's no better time than now to do do what I mentioned earlier and check out our Ghost Gayest episodes where we go through the history of the Digimon franchise and shout out some all the fucking gay homo shit that happens. We talk about how Daisuke and Ken just like have the most romantic Jogress evolution ever. We talk about how uh, Yamato and Gabumon uh, have to spend the night in a cave and there's only one bed. Um, No, there's only one bed. Oh no. Uh, it's, it's a very silly time. Oh, we talk about how, uh, Rookie says that Renamon looks beautiful in the moonlight, you know. And then a few short episodes later, Renamon talks about how she has no gender whatsoever. Exactly. And by a few episodes later, you mean like 31? It's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't cover that bit in Ghost Gayest, but it is a very powerful moment in in Digimon history. Assigned uh, assigned gender at dinner table at mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. dinner date with your with your girlfriend's uh, parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I'm also on for affinity, just drawn funny little guys. I'm currently working on. Uh, my character for Fellowship, which is the game that Spike's running currently, uh, I'm really giving myself the nightmare task of drawing uh, some uh, spider mech legs on this character, and oh boy, it's a nightmare. Don't try and draw uh, mechanical parts on eight different planes, it will destroy you. I am so fucking jealous of this character design. <laughs> yeah, it rules. Um... Thank you. But you are God's strongest soldier for trying to draw it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so that's it for me. I mean, except for you can also 
if, uh, get commissions, talk to me on Discord if you know me there, or spacerobotart at gmail.com. Okay, that's actually it for me. All right. Um, you can find me on Twitter at GroovingGastly. You can find me on a few other podcasts. Uh, one is called Gonwa Hunting, a Hunter Hunter rewatch podcast, and the other is the Sonic Shuffle, where uh, we go through random and holistic Sonic lore podcast, or I just sit there and lead the conversation back to Dr. Starline uh, every single time with no abandon. You gotta. I got A Starline a day keeps the doctor away. It's weird because he's also a, doc- a doctor. Fucked up. <laughs> hey, hey, I am disappointed that you do not, in fact, uh, post a picture of Doctor Starline every day. Listen, I might bring, I might start that back up. I got really sleepy, and also I'm tired all the time. So <laughs> valid. <laughs> Me too. Bestie. The act of trying to search for a different picture of Doctor Starline every day is a daunting task. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's not in the comic that much. For weirdly, yeah, yeah, you will eventually run out of every picture. I know, I'm going to have to start searching through uh, some questionable tags on uh, DeviantArt to find him. Yeah. You're going to have to start, you know... Commissioning art of Dr. Starline. <laughs> you're gonna ha- yeah, you're going to have to start getting into Photoshop and creating little image collages, like the one I did where Starline and Hatsune Miku are, uh, are, are, are doing the one Sistine Chapel painting. I just want to say you have created the two... That I wish I could remember the name of right now. I want to just say you've created the two most powerful uh, pieces of Dr. Starling content, which is um, <laughs> one fanfic you wrote for us. Thank you so much for that. And You're also welcome. that picture of Starline in, on the Sistine <laughs> Chapel with Hatsune Miku. I should, I should, they should let me write for IDW. You should write for IDW. Alone. Just do the covers, I don't know. Just like slide them that and be like, I would be perfect for this. In my portfolio. This, <laughs> this is my Starline portfolio. Yeah, me getting an Ian Flynn's uh, DMs just like, hey, read this fan fiction I wrote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While you do that, I'm also going to keep sending them to Ken Penders and be like, are you mad yet? That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you simply gotta. Are you fucking furious yet? <laughs> um. All right. Uh, well, we haven't shouted it out in a while, but do go listen to episode sixty-nine of Sonic Shuffle, where they read this the aforementioned fan fiction out loud. I've never been so overjoyed to read anything in my entire life. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> Thank a- you. And after you, after you listen to that, go and read the rest of it because there are bits missing. It, yeah, there's oh, some yeah. alternate endings there's, that y'all didn't get to. Yeah, there's stuff we couldn't get to in the interest of time, but let me tell you, I did read through it all. It is superb. Yeah, yeah, there's Thank secret you. little endings. There's multiple endings, so there's secret little things for uh, you to go through and read yourself after you listen to the there's episode. There's nothing better than boats. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you can find our shows have tumblers at we rate queerbait and at gonex willex hunting on tumblr.com and then I'm on bandcamp at L Sky and that's it for me. Tweet. We also have a show Discord, you know. Mm-hmm. Go check that out in the show notes. Yes. We occasionally like post it. One day I might uh actually boot up the Starline uh post every day. So if anyone wants to send me up uh, image prompts for that. 
I'm sure I can find anything about Starline. I will scan the internet for any image prompt with Starline in it. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, together. if I had disposable income, I might just force people to commission me images of him. That's right. <laughs> I, I can tell you the name of the of that is the creation of Adam. Ah, uh, thank you. The creation of Starline. I knew it had something to do with mm-hmm. Adam, yeah. Yeah, the creation of Dr. Starline, yep. Yeah. <laughs> By Hatsune Miku. <laughs> Thank you, Hatsune Miku. God. So hey, I wanna I wanna I wanna go think about Starline some more. So do you think we could maybe end the podcast? No, we couldn't end the podcast. That'd be too crazy. No. Oh my god. It would be so well, crazy that, if we ended You know, it that would be so, that would be kind of what if we ended our podcast okay, okay. out I'm, behind the shed in our middle I'm school? I'm gonna send you a little <laughs> message and it's gonna say, Would you end the podcast? Yes or no? <laughs> Yeah, what if we went all to hang out in, like, our gay little spot behind our school and then, like, went up to the roof to hang out um, and we're like, well, yeah. should we end the podcast, yes or no? Yeah, what if we all went on, on the roof together and basked in the setting sunlight and ended our podcast? That would be crazy. I mean, we can get vitamin D that way. Yeah, mm. we can absorb the sun's rays to cleanse our skin that way. Ah, uh, just kidding, idiots. <laughs> I'll never go out in the sunlight. <laughs> Joke's on you. I was programmed to say that, you fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> Unless. Uh, <laughs> Unless. Unless. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Good night. <laughs>